And welcome to Gin and Spirits, an alcohol-infused ghost story podcast, where we tell you about ghosties and, <laughs> and drink alcohols. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's what we do. Goodbye. <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> the end of the That's it. Summary of the episode, end of the episode. Have a good one. <laughs> good night. Happy musicians. <laughs> Oh, my name is Melissa. I'm Kate. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice You're new. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Nice to meet you, new people. Um, we haven't recorded in a few weeks, so we're really excited to be back at it. Yeah, it's my fault. I've been on vacation. It's my fault. I've been around. like teaching summer school. That's true. You yeah. did too, but yeah, but I don't know. I was like a little easier. I think mm-hmm. I only had two classes and less kids. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Some weird experiences. Yeah, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate them. I just... You're tired. I'm tired. I yeah. am. I feel rested. Good. Is there more to that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I feel this rested, but... strong. I don't know what is happening. What are you drinking, Kate? Oh, <laughs> I'm drinking. Yeah, I'm um, yes. Ready to enjoy cocktail, gluten free, fugu, vodka, spicy, bloody Mary. <laughs> is that all the name, or did you read facts on the can? Oh, probably also. That's facts. like a lot of words. It's ten percent. Okay. Oh, mm. I see how that caught up to you. What's the name? What's the official name of it? Fugu vodka, spicy, bloody Mary. Nice. A cut water spirits. It's pretty good. It's spicy. It's got a, a puffer fitch on the can. <laughs> oh, it's a shake well. That's why it's weird at the bottom. I didn't shake it off. <laughs> well. <laughs> Welcome to Gin and Spirits. What are you drinking? Um, I wanted to drink Kulichos. Kate and I went on like this crazy adventure. I kept is. getting us lost. I don't know what's we wrong with We drove for today. two hours. Yeah, I never was. left Melissa's town. <laughs> Everything's pretty close. <laughs> we ran like a bunch of errands, but it shouldn't have taken more than 40 minutes. Uh, I just kept making wrong turns. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's okay. It was a fun time. I'm like, I'm like goofy today, you know? Yeah. Um, but so I ended up getting something called Big Sipper Wine. I liked that it was a sweet red, and I liked that it was called Big Sipper. The thing is so cute. Yeah, it's got, like, little, like, Labels. old people candy on it, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, you walk into Grandma's house, and, like, that's, like, in, in the, the dish. Yeah, in the dish. Yeah, it's, like, usually glass, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, like, maybe you, you look at it. a pattern in it. Yes. Know? You look at it, you're like, oh, man, I hope this is fruit punch, but it's always fucking mint, yeah. you know? And maybe that's just me. I don't like mint. I like the squishier mints, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always a bad idea. <laughs> My um, grandma would leave jelly beans out too. She had this big like jelly bean oh. jar. But she hated the black jelly beans. So were they the only ones in the can? No, they were the only ones left out because she assumed everyone else hated them, but I liked them. Ew. No, I hate them. That's like, like licorice. That's heathenous. <laughs> you like them. <laughs> Is that a word? Heathenistic. Heathenistic? Maybe. <laughs> Blasphemous. Um, it's blasphemous at Debauchery. <laughs> yeah. But give me your black jelly beans. No. Not me. Give me your black jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
cookie dish. I was candy dish. What? Candy dish robbery. Candy dish robbery. I meant to say, I said cookie dish. Oh my gosh. What a, what a mess. All right. So, which are you mine? I go first. You go first. Hi. Okay. You guys think this is bad? <laughs> If you think this is bad, buckle your seatbelts because you're wait till we get to the fucking thing. The tail from the great beyond, you guys. It's gonna go down. Yeah, we're still drinking. We're drinking through this. Yeah. Here we are already. Yeah, we started at. Um, we were watching. You have to look this up. Yeah, guys. if you don't know what drunk history is, number one, look it up. Um, it's a it's a TV show. It's incredible. Um, number two, we just watched what is by far the best episode of. I agree, seen. it was really good. Yeah, it was. Um, Abe Lincoln about... used to be my favorite, but now this is. Oh, nice! Oh my god, I forgot about that one. That one was good. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Um, this one is about like how Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, and the guy that tells this story is so incredibly wasted, and he's he's. I want to drink with him. Yeah, and he seems yeah. fun. Yeah, he seems fun. He was just peeing. <laughs> right? He was on point, yeah. Oh god. So if you're if you're that guy and you're listening to this. We don't know what you've done or who you are. Yeah, don't know. But uh send us an email. Jin Spirits Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> we could just hang out. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So we're casual. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored by Comedy Central. Or, or casual. We're casual. You're right. That's what I was going to say. You got it. Um, all right. My creepiest thing. Yeah, let's go. My creepiest thing is just like a short fact, yeah. kind of. So, Kate knows this. You don't. I've been like condo hunting. And so I found one that I'm very interested in. And what's creepy about it, and maybe this is like normal to other people, but I didn't know this was a thing. Um, so, the condos have a shared attic. Okay. Um, and I didn't realize it was shit. Like, I just like went up and like looked in it. And yeah. was like, right, cool. It's like creepy. I'm never using it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, um, my dad was there and he looked at it and he was like, this attic goes really far. I think this goes past your mm-hmm. like condo portion, you yeah. know? And I was like, what? And he like kind of checked it out and he was like, this definitely goes to the other person's condo. So we're going to get like a lock for my door isn't that so creepy yeah. how many condos does it span over two mine and mine oh. and another one that doubles your chances of having an intruder in your attic doubles them doubles I, i'd like to think more than doubles <laughs> i'd like to think my no, you have one chance of an intruder <laughs> in your attic. one out of one one out of one that's a hundred percent chance one out of one, one out of two <laughs> So you have one door. <laughs> so, so we can either go up at, into your door or they can't, right? <laughs> and then they go into your apartment, boom, 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 uh-huh. up to your attic, stow away, right? Right. <laughs> 70% chance. So now if you have your neighbor's place, too, uh-huh. they also have a 50% chance of someone being a stowaway in their attic. No, that attic is your attic. Okay, hold on. <laughs> let me, let me, uh, I don't think I explained my concern well. <laughs> it's not just the stowaways. I can't, I see no 
there's someone climbing out of the attic into my condo. Number one, right. I just don't. Number two, more importantly, oh, I'm so not worried about a shower. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> they'll get caught. Yeah, the smell. <laughs> uh, well, what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. Uh, you seem to be under <laughs> the impression that what I'm concerned about <laughs> is a stranger breaking into the neighboring condo and going into the attic. My concern is just whoever living there oh. being in the attic. I don't know who lives there. What if they're fucking weird? You know? Yeah. Then what you have a 125%. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> We're going up by 50s before. Last time I <laughs> If it's their own attic. No one stares away in their own attic. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you had this one. I'm sorry. Larry. I feel a lot better now, though. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to put a lock on it. Um, so PSA to our listeners, if you have an attic situation and you're living in like a multi- thing please yeah pay attention see if your ad expands i would have never thought that right me either and so yeah we're gonna put locks on it it's like fuck that it goes into the bedroom closet how horrifying would that be it's like that house yes that is horrifying no don't do that Mm -hmm. never Mm -hmm. use it no never no Mm -mm. yeah Fifty percent chance. I don't know if that's. I think. I think it. Uh, I think you're wrong. All right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> my creepiest thing of the week is that I had an idea of what I wanted to look up for this story. Mm. Okay. Um. And and I did look it up, but didn't find what I wanted, so I abandoned ship. But what I searched was ghost porn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know if any porn stars had been haunted but that's not what i should have searched to find that um but then i realized that ghost support exists so i, was, I told melissa i was like i gotta do some research you know um but i only got as far as like making my computer incognito and then searching it and going to pornhub and i but i didn't click on any of the videos because it looks real weird um, but they were like like fucked by ghost Fucking a ghost. Ghost gangbang. Um, <laughs> Ravenclaw haunts. I have questions about the ghost gangbang. I don't know, like, who's yeah. who's part of the gang, you know? Yeah. Is it all ghosts in one person or other way around? Oh. <laughs> a person fucking many ghosts. I don't, or ghosts fucking many people. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch them. I couldn't do it. it backwards. <laughs> it's usually like many fucking the one. <laughs> a ghost. I'm going to quote you. A ghost fucking many people. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. Um, wow, these fucks me up. I don't understand. We'll do my second kid. Um, I didn't shake it. But, <laughs> but so... Yeah, so ghost porn exists. Is that something you're into? Best have at it, but like, not I. Mm. It didn't look great. Thank you for that review. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry for taking away your patronage. Pornhub ghosts. <laughs> we're not. We're not, we're not sponsored. sponsored by Pornhub ghosts. Okay. Or, or Pornhub at all. Or porn, no, we don't. We no. That's dirty. What? Who cares? Someone oh, wants to give me money? Give me some money. Yeah, but like, we talk about ghosts here. 
And they've got some ghost porn. You're right. It's it's a different niche, but it's still it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, like, we live in a world where ghost porn, people can find ghost porn. Right. Like, you can find anything. <laughs> I'm going to get ice in this cup before I refill my drink. Okay, which is like, them. no, I'm just going to talk loudly from over there. Okay. But uh, I know it's frowned upon to drink red wine cold, but I, no, I, don't, like it. I don't like it warm. Whatever. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular. <laughs> um, so we got some new followers on Twitter this week because I followed a bunch of people on Twitter this week. <laughs> so shout out to all you new people. <laughs> we had seven new followers. Nice. Yes. So well, we got a couple subscribers to our channel. Yeah. Hello. Which I love. Welcome. I'm using these deep ass cups again. <laughs> We appreciate that this is the second cup, but half the bottle That's, of wine. Yeah. Yo, two people liked our posts, but didn't tell us any stories. That's all right. We got one hell of a story for you guys. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Ooh. If you're new to this, we have a few segment options um, that may or may not, we may or may not have week by week because we don't make things up. Nope. Um, we don't care enough to make things up. For real shit. It is. Um, yeah. So we've got... Um, questions and comments from the crypt. If you mm-hmm. send us a short thing, if you want to ask us our total non-professional opinion um, <laughs> on your haunting situation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll it'll not be a useful answer, but maybe. Um, <laughs> and we have tales from the great beyond, which is if you send us uh, a, an actual story, it can be like a paragraph long or more, um, and uh, and then we read it to our listeners drunkenly, mm-hmm. and we're so sorry if we fuck it up, but we try not to. We really try not to. Yeah. But we're drunk. Yep. Clearly. Um, and whenever I, like, sometimes I'll, like, message people on Instagram if I see that, like, they have posted something about having a spooky story and yeah. they've commented somewhere on it. And I always tell them, I'm like, just so you know, <laughs> reading is drunk. Yeah. We'll always ask for your permission. Yeah. We'll tell you what's Oh, about. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not like, what's your spooky story? Secretly using it. Stealing like, it. Yeah. yeah. We give you credit. All yeah. So, let's hear this one. Okay. So, this is a, a continuation from several episodes we've been. So, um, as a Sandra brief continues. recap, this is from Renaya M. News. That's R A N I A A H M News. You should mm-hmm. follow this person because they've been the fucking bomb. N E W S? Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're on Instagram. I'm the one that operates the Instagram. So if you see some nonsense, it's me. If you see me not posting anything, it's you know me. <laughs> so um, I had seen that this person posted on a thing about having a spooky story. I messaged them. We kind of went back and forth. And we don't read this stuff ahead of time because we want our reactions to be genuine, which is a part of the problem with being drunk, too. Um, so a couple episodes ago, I started reading it and didn't realize that they just gave me the introduction. Mm-hmm. And then I got an introduction part two. And now this shit is long. It is yes. for sure the full story. So <laughs> the downside is that they wrote this to me in Spanish. Yes. And I can't read it ahead of time. So while I can translate some of it, I'm sure I would have to look other words up and that would be annoying for our listeners and I can't read it ahead of time, like I said, so couldn't do that. So instead, what we decided we would do is attempt to play it using Google Translate. And if it sounds horrible, we'll back this up and, yeah. and fix it. And I'll we'll read, read it. it. Yeah. yeah, but I think it'll be funny to hear it yeah. via the Google. So let's see how it goes. Boop-a-doop. Nope, that's the wrong. <laughs> that's the translated part. It says hello. Okay, hold on. Here we go. 
Hello, I continue with the story. The next few days I was awakened by knocks on the closet. They were the doors that opened and closed and I felt blows on the wall of the headboard of the bed. I felt footsteps like a person walking rolling furniture and moving the door of the main room where we slept. Always at the same time, 6.40 in the morning, when my husband went to work. So it was for a month and a half. My husband also came to feel the steps in the afternoon when he took a nap, but I didn't bother him like me. Wow. One day they rang my bell again. Oh, On right. I okay, wait, really quick. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, just as a reminder, if you haven't seen this, uh, listened to this last time, they uh, they were saying that, like, the last thing we read mm-hmm. from this person was that day, the ghost, the spooky thing had like rang the doorbell and nothing was there. Yeah. And this person thought it was their husband, I think. And the husband was at home. Or I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but it was like something along those lines. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. But so These ghosts are ballsy. 6.40 in the morning is like... It's like light out. Yeah. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah. An afternoon ghost. Yeah. I hope that it doesn't... Um, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't pause. I don't know if it'll restart. Let me... I can get rid of the stuff that we heard so mm-hmm. far if it um, like backspace and Yeah. Stuff. Hello. I. All right, Google. That was seductive. Hello. Hello. Okay, what was the last thing we just heard? The doorbell. The doorbell. Let me ask on that. Google is seductive. Okay, there's some. Let me my doorbell ring. Okay. Bother him. Give me one second. This is hard because. <laughs> I have to find it in the Spanish version to back it up. But, uh, <laughs> we are farmers. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Stay black. Oh no, too far. Um, <laughs> okay, got it. All right, here we go. Deleting this part. Okay, retranslating. Continuing. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, This is actually working pretty well. Yeah, it is. I'm enjoying this. (laughs) One day they rang my bell again. On that occasion, I did not open the door. Panic. The noise of the wardrobes and the steps above and the bell always occurred at the same time, 640 when my husband was going to work. I made the decision to speak with two priests. Yes. In different churches to help me, the surprising thing, the two told me that they did not come to the houses to pray if I did not have to pray to them. I was impressed with the attitudes of the priests, and I wondered why did it have to be me? Why did I have to face that? My yeah. husband hardly believed me and told me that why we had to move. Yeah. I argued a lot with myself. I did not understand that there was something invisible that was bothering me. It did oh. not leave me alone even day or night. Oh. One day I was filled with courage. Look for coarse salt and holy water and I began to throw in the corners and under the oh. beds. I began to pray in the room above. Oh. I told her to look for the light to go with God. At that moment, I made a recording, and later, with the help of my husband, we were able to download a program to better listen to the sound, and it is clearly heard that the entity responds to me. Wow. He tells me as if he doesn't understand me. Leave a radio with music on in the room above, and when I approach my room, I don't listen to the radio in the room above. It must be that the entity under the volume. Oh. 
what did that last part mean? So, like, she put the radio on in the room above, but when she was in her room, she stopped hearing it, I think. Oh, so it lowered the volume. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, the Google Translate made that last part. Yeah. Ooh. All right, cool. So now there's, so that's what we're up to now. So there's more. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. They sent a bunch of pictures. Um, it's, it's, I'm just going to describe the picture to you guys. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's this lampshade and above it is like a, a spooky light and she like zooms in on it. I'm saying she, but I don't know if it's a she. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess maybe because husband, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe. Though. We don't know. Yeah. So, um, you have this like spooky picture of this like, um, light colored entity above a lamp and uh-huh. it, it like looks like a cloaked item of sorts. Yeah. So it's kind of creepy. Um, um sorry i'm gonna google translate in between comments okay so then so about the picture um they say it looks like the face of a woman with long hair in the picture Uh um then they have oh shit where'd it go Mm -hmm. okay i don't know what this is a picture of Okay. I'm not sure. Um, and then it says the, uh, the last photo is the same photo um, through a different program, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. So the next day, when I told him to look for the light to go with God, the candle formed two hands looking for light. This is creepy. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to ask them if I could upload this to yeah, that's really Instagram. Creepy. But um, they've uploaded or sent to me this picture of a candle and the way that the wax has formed around the candle, it looks like two hands reaching towards the candle. Light. That's crazy. And candles never melt like that. That no. looks so weird. That does look really yeah. weird. So that's awesome. Um, okay. Um, this is the same lampshade. Yeah. Um, okay. And then they sent me several audios. Mm-hmm. And it says, listen to the sound of the video in the room in front of the closet. And, um, it says the sound of the fridge was horribly creepy. The entity used the sound of the engine to scream like a demon. Ooh. After I did not want to stay alone at home, I went with my husband to his job. Wow. It was when we made the decision to move. My husband understood that there was something there that could hurt me. Just as he got into the fridge and I started to jump abruptly, he could have hurt me. On one of those days that accompanied him, we left, pa- we left empty boxes in the house for packing. Um, close to the dining table. And when we arrived, we found the surprise that moved one of the cartons, placing it in the very entrance of the house. What was he telling us? I put the candle on the floor before I left to avoid the entity turning it over and could burn the furniture Uh and surprised us by moving the cardboard. Just put it on top of the candle. Wow. So, oh, so she was nervous that the candle would be put on top of the cardboard. No, she didn't want to leave the candle where it could burn down anything. So she put it on the floor, but it put the cardboard on top of the candle. Oh, my God. That's scary. Yeah. Oh, I just got chills. Mm. Got a drink. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, God. And there's pictures of the candle and the cardboard. Um, and she has a little bit more to tell us. And this is the last thing. Google translating. This last part's in Spanish. Okay, and here we go. I want you to know that this happened eight months ago. I'm still shocked. Wow. And the surprising thing is that I moved to a house where the owner of the apartment had also died four months ago. (gasps) 
The building is number 20 and the other house was also number 20 and this apartment is half a street from the village cemetery where I live. No. When it was just arrived, there were three real movements. Things fell out without explanation. Since I poured holy water and pray, everything has calmed down. The closet and bathroom videos were recorded the day when we went to see the house for the first time. The owner was showing us the house. And one day I saw these videos and I am surprised by a strange sound that appears in the video. I don't know if it will be the camera, but the sound of the closet is heard a thick voice like complaining. Wow. wow. No, those are in the audio files. So I'm not going to go through the audio files right now because I think that's going to come across weird anyway on yeah. the one thing. Um, but the point is that this person has, has audio file proof. They yeah. have picture proof. This is like wild. So... Thank, Thank you. you for sharing. And that's eight months ago. I hope that everything's yeah, okay. Yeah, me too. It's crazy. I'm going to respond to Yeah, that's wow. really crazy. Yeah. I'm glad that, you know, they're okay. Yeah. That's really scary. Yeah, it's good that they move. I don't like that it's a ballsy ghost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about things in the light. Yeah. It's supposed to only stay in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be safe when it's the sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how all the horror movies go. Yeah. Jeez. Well. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to take a momentary pause or to type this real quick or what? I do the bathroom. Oh, okay. We can take a pause. Yeah, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to try to saw. Oh, sorry. This. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. Woo. <laughs> um, while Kate, or when Kate got back from the bathroom <laughs> while we paused, we really quickly listened to the audio files so that we mm. could just describe them to you. And they really would sound bad coming over the Yeah microphone anyway so we, we can't we're not gonna be able to play them for you yeah um but it was like a lot of um when she was saying go to the light you could hear mm-hmm. like almost like a know, like a childlike yeah, voice right a childlike. yeah and then um she was walking around her house it is a, a woman by the way mm-hmm. she was walking around her house on filming things and when she got near a wardrobe it like a hissing sound yeah. was on the camera that like wasn't there before it's crazy um, and there were people in the background talking, so it, it's not, like, edited in or anything. No. Like, it's, you know. It's. Yeah. What she recorded. Oh, God. It's, crazy. it's scary. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. That was really creepy. Yeah. We messaged her, said thank you, and sorry you experienced that. Yeah. It's wild. But thank you for sharing it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm putting a blanket on because, like, I'm chilly, but, like, I like being chilly. But, like, yeah, yeah. it's, like. <laughs> All right, snuggling. You ready? Okay. Ready for a nice story. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about Kate May. Nice. So, yeah, I went there last week with my uh, aforementioned best friend, Megan, and her family. <laughs> the, we were supposed to have, like, a couple decade anniversary episodes <laughs> ago. Um, we did not. But um, So I went with her family, and while we were there, we were, like, reminiscing um, – about the fact that when we were kids, we would go there all the time, and we both had bought, like, this, like, haunted Kate May book. Like, you gave Kate... that book to me. Oh, did I? Yeah, nice. I have it. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. classroom library. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, we... and it was, like, Kate May's, like, known for their hauntings. We didn't go on any, we didn't go on any tours this week because we were with our family and stuff, but uh, there's a lot of options. So, before I start, let me tell you about some of the options if you go to Kate May. Yay! Um... There are a lot of ghost tours where if you just Google um, Kate May Mac, M-A-C, dot org slash 
No, just .org. It'll bring you to all of the ghost tours. Nice. And um, MAC stands for Mid-Atlantic Center for the Arts and Humanities. So Mid-Atlantic Center is Matt's mm-hmm. MAC. Um, so that's one of my sources. So um, on the ghost tours, there's somewhere you can listen to EVP recordings of, like, things past staff members have heard. Um, you can tour with this famous medium named Craig McManus, who we'll talk about later. Um, there's trolley tours if you don't want to walk. Um, there's a murder mystery dinner. There's a musical in a cafe about Mary Shelley, actually. Um, there's a place called the Naughty Spirits Distillery, because spirits, pun. Right. Right. They make like vodka and stuff. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about the physics, the physics estate that's spelled P-H-Y. S-I-C-K. It's a person. Okay. Um, and they have tons of stuff there. It's like one of the most haunted places in Cape May. Um, they have seances and ghost tours, and they're led by Craig McManus, a bunch of them. Um, so lots of good things down in Cape May. Yay! Um, brief one before I get into the physics estate. Um, oh, and sources. We've got coastalliving.com, capemaymac.org, Cape May. Oh, same thing. Wikipedia, <laughs> kmay.com slash blog. Um, so that's all right. Great. That's it. Um, so uh, really quick before I get into that one, I just want to tell you there's a quick story. Um, apparently Higby Beach is part of Cape May. I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 1879, this guy Thomas Higby died and he was buried in a tomb by his hotel. Um, and when his heir died in 1937, she wanted to be buried next to him, but like she wanted him really, she wanted him to be buried next to her. So they actually moved his body. And, um, since then there has been a man that periodically haunts that beach. She like walks around with his dog and the dog is like a big black dog. Um, which is interesting to me because I don't know if he owned a dog or not. I didn't say, but, um, if he didn't, black dogs usually like are bad omens. Yeah. And so like, maybe he's mad his body was moved because he had wanted to be buried there. Yeah. Um, there's also apparently ghosts of like local tribes, people. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> and that's it for that. So now here's stuff about the Physic ex- Estates. Woo! Okay. So this thing was built in 1879. It's gigantic. It has 18 rooms and it's a Vic- Victorian style architecture. So like typical mansion, freaking <laughs> huge. Okay. Sorry, I wanted to sip on my wine. Um, <laughs> Um, it was built whenever I just said what I said, 1879, mm-hmm. um, fast forward a ton of years. I don't know what happened in between, but the, uh, way that it became like public property is, um, this guy, Dr. Hat- Harry Sidney Newcomer and his wife, Dr. Marion Newcomer, they purchased the house in 1946 from some other person named Francis Brooks. So it's just changing hands, you know? Yeah. And, um, uh, in 1949, Dr. Marion Newcomer and his wife, um, died and he married his like assistant in 1955. Mm-hmm. Um, and the assistant could not stand living there because she felt it was so haunted. And so they had to move. Oh, wow. Um, in 1967, they just sold the house to Cape May Inns Incorporated. Um, so now it's like public property and not, well, it's private property, but it's like uh, commercial properties, yes. I should say. Yeah. And uh, so they do tours there and stuff. It's totally legal and debatably safe to go there because uh, there's tours you're not just like going into some abandoned creepy place right um 
I feel like I have a nosebleed right now. Oh, pause again. Pausing. We've returned. Yes. A nosebleed has ended. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. You want okay. to update them? Yeah, we've got cheese now. <laughs> so when we were in the wine, when we were in the first wine store I went to today, I saw cheese and I was like, wow, cheese. We had to go to many wine stores. We did. I was trying to to find this one and none of them had it. But I didn't get any cheese. And then... Um, <laughs> For the first one. Yeah. We went to another one. All right. It's okay. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it's Gouda. It's Gouda. <laughs> um, we went to a second wine store. And they also had cheese. And then we got some. And now we're eating it off the pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> and the pizza box is in my lap. It's cutting out of the knife. Just see if you can. Yeah. I have to peel the wax off it. Well, I didn't have, I chose to fill the wax off it. And um, there's like this strange yellow fiber underneath it. I don't like it. Can I touch it? Yeah. I don't like That's it. That's not all. edible. No. I'm sorry, I took it off. I didn't think it was. Great, thanks. Great. All right. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Things are falling because pizza Want me to hold it? Oh, that's all right. Because you're telling a story. So you'll, you'll hold the pizza box. Thanks. Here you go. <laughs> and when I tell my story, I'll hold the pizza box cheese thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. What's the name of the guy I was talking about? Uh, not physics. Sydney. Sydney. Dr. Sydney. Okay. So Dr. Sydney was a man of science, and so it really bothered him that there was ghostly stuff happening in his house because yeah. he was like, you know. No ghosts, um, science-y. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, he was, I guess, just pretty much ignoring it before his wife had passed away. And I I guess she also was ignoring it. So, okay. Um, they heard footsteps so often at night that eventually he stopped getting up to look for an intruder. Wow. Yeah. He was just like, I'm not going to find anyone. Yeah. Oh my God. Bizarre. He would have been the perfect person to burglarize. (laughs) To stow away in their attic. Yeah. So, <laughs> great. <laughs> so, uh, going back now to the 1800s or whatever, um, I'm talking about uh, physics family now. So, I was like, who the hell are these people, right? Like, why do they matter? Why do they have a mansion? Mm-hmm. So, they're a really wealthy family. Emlyn Physic is the man who owned, like, the estate. But the reason he came from a wealthy family was because prior to him, his dad was Dr. Philip Singh Physic. Mm-hmm. And um, he was considered the father of American surgery. Oh, wow. He invented a bunch of surgical procedures, and I actually, I actually had the foresight for once to Google what those procedures were. Nice. And sometimes we're just like, he did this thing, and then we're like, what is it? And I'm like, don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, so, um, he was one of the few doctors to stay in Philly during the yellow fever epidemic. A lot of people left. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a doctor for James Madison's wife, Chief Justice John Marshall. Um, he removed apparently more than 1,000 kidney stones from John Marshall. Um, and he pioneered the stomach pump, um, forceps that had like needles on them, the Thing for um, it's called the guillotine snare. It says for tonsillectomy. So whatever, it helps oh, you remove okay. tonsils. Um, he improved splints for dislocations, and he in 1815 is the one who came up with cataract extraction through your lens with a suction tube. 
he did a lot. I know. In like all different areas. In eighth and early eighteen hundreds. Yeah. It's wild. So yeah, so he was he was like pretty rich. Mm-hmm. Um and his a lot of his stuff is still used today. Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. Right? So um his son Emlyn, uh, who now is the adult we're gonna talk about from here on out, uh-huh. um, was a farmer and he sold real estate in Cape May. Um he was a farmer in Cape May and additionally sold real estate in Cape May. Okay. Um, he was very active in his community. He participated in city council meetings. And for a period of time, he was the head of the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Aww. Yeah, so he was a good guy. Um, all right, so the spirits. <laughs> um, so the Max the max Sappers are, they always say they're not alone, the people that like run these yeah. things. Like, they always feel like there's people, uh, not people that always feel like there's energies around them. Mm. Um, Tears. Yeah. Cliche. Boop. I, like, sucked air by accident when I drank that. Oh, no. And uh, I hope it didn't make a gross noise on the camera, although I think that might be it. No. <laughs> 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 no. It's touchscreen, dude. You're going to fuck up our recording. you got to embrace it now. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so. No. What? Yeah. <gasps> okay. <sighs> All right. So I, I almost deleted my entire notes page. That would have been sad. Um, all right. So uh, they've always said they don't feel like they're alone. And finally, uh, these feelings were validated when this guy Craig McManus who's a medium came to do investigations there he was doing investigations all over Cape May he's actually written three books about their hauntings um things that like breakfast bed and breakfast inns various hotel properties stuff like that and at this place he identified several spirits one of them is Dr. Physics Aunt Emily the thing that's funny is Dr. Fit um what's his name isn't in here like um whatever I said his name was the guy, the man who owns this house, Same isn't thing? no the other one. I'm not Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> the farmer and real estate yes. agent. He's not actually. He's the not one of those. The... Yes. Yeah. He's not one of the ghosts that haunt the place. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, so one of them is his aunt Emily. Uh-huh. Um, the medium says that she had. He can sense that she has like a great energy and a vibrant smile, which I thought was like a cute oh. description. Um, and he feels that she's a ghost who like decided to stick around because she liked knowing what was going on in her home and kind of like oh. watching over it and stuff. Okay. And, um, in 1970, they like restored the house. I guess it was like falling apart. So mm-hmm. like she's existed through that, I guess, which is kind of interesting. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and his mother is also there. Her name is Frances <laughs> Ralston, um, or was there, I'm sorry. Uh, they don't feel that she's in the house anymore, but they think that her, like, residual energy is there. Okay. So, like, they feel her presence, but she's not active. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's good for her. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it means that she had, like, a very, like, you know, energized, like, like yeah. whatever. She lived well, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Um, this girl, Isabella, that is described as Miss Rat. Rats, whatever, his mom's invalid younger sister. I don't know what oh. the hell that means. <laughs> whatever. She's there. That's it. She's just there. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to save this one for last. I think it's most interesting. Um, in the carriage house, which is where the staff offices are currently, they're all on the second floor there. Um, there's like some kind of resident spirit that they think might have been like a servant or something in the past. So yeah. like the the um, staff is like always like put off in their offices. You right. Know? Um, all right. And then this is the last thing. I know it's kind of short, but whatever. Um, his dogs are present in the house and on the property. Goes. Yeah. Um, so the dogs were apparently never allowed in the house by his mom, right? She like, did okay. not want them in the house, but his aunt loved dogs. And so when her, his mom was not home, his uh, aunt would like sneak the dogs in and feed them food uh, and like, take them back out, you know? And so, um, they say that, um, whenever the dogs are like felt in the house, there's like a feeling of like disturbance all, all um, so I, don't know what, <laughs> I just started really hard. A feeling of disturbance, sort of, where like, um, I, I guess because it's like they weren't really supposed to be in the house, right? Right. Um, and there's one that kind of stays out in the gardens. And this is the quote I want to end on. It says that quote. This is from the blog, I think. Quote: Dogs are people-centered, and if they haunt, they are usually haunting with their formal former master. Cats are play-centered and usually could care less if their owner is dead. <laughs> They'll say wherever they are, comfortable, and haunts the same way. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense to me. <laughs> and that's that's everything I got. That's great. I love that. Did you feel any ghostly presence? Uh, no, thankfully. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So very good. good. What's up? What's yours? I'm going to transfer the cheese to you. Okay. Oh, 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 the cheese is almost lost. The cheese. Okay. I always forget that, like, the new microphone, I can take this near me. Yeah. And. These are awkward to hold. You really I think. I feel like it was so normal when you're holding it. Yeah. Hmm. Have we been recording with the wrong. Excuse me? Fucking microphone the whole time? I don't know. It's on. Let's pause. And we're back. Uh, sorry guys. <laughs> so the irony of this is that when I was holding the Google Translate volume thing, I was putting oh it next to the wrong God. microphone. So hopefully Fuck. it hopefully it picked it up. We'll find hopefully, out. We'll see. Yeah. And we're sorry if the um past quality has been choppy. Yeah. Because this computer kind of records it choppy, which is why we got the microphone from our friend. Yes. So but, Hopefully oh man, this I'm is sorry. a tolerable episode. Because I was like, oh, I'll take it near my computer. It's or I'll take my computer near me because it doesn't matter because the microphone is yeah. there. Uh, all right. <laughs> fine. Okay. Well, so my story um, is based off of a DVD case that I saw hmm. in uh, Target this week. Okay. And realized that I'd heard of and hadn't seen the movie, but I wanted to know more about it. So okay. this is... The Curse of La Llorona. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know the history a of... crying woman, right? Yes. Yeah. So oh, this is a fun know... episode to do this on because we just spoke a lot of Spanish. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. So this is... I've separated it into three different categories, which is the legend, pop culture, and then like personal stories that people have told. So, there is some variation in the legend, mm -hmm. but mostly it is consistent. So, um, basically, La Llorona is a wailing woman, that's what it translates into, okay. um, who did some bad shit in life, 
<laughs> okay. Um, and now her spirit is trapped on Earth, and her spirit's goal is to find her dead children. Oh, God. Alas, okay. she finds other children. Right. You know? Oh, God. And Ugh. torments them. I'm drinking of that. That's creepy. Yep. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I hate the sound of plastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of my research that I did really attributed her to um, Mexican culture. Yeah. But, I mean, the more that I went in, it looks like there are a lot of either Latin American or Latinx communities that yeah. use the story of La Llorona as a cautionary tale for their children. Okay. So. I, do, I don't know much about it, but I do think that it started in Mexico. I yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, here are a few variations of the story. So okay. first, um, there's a woman named Maria. She marries a very rich man, and they have two children. Um, their marriage isn't going great. Um, her husband is away a lot, and when he would be home, he would not pay attention to her, but instead just the children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, evidently, he was cheating on her, um, and because of that, she is driven to drown her children. Oh my god. Yeah, her two children. But immediately regrets it. Um, and cries out, I mis hijos, which is, oh my children. Mm-hmm. Or, oh my sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, that's the base of the story. Mm-hmm. And then there's variation. So, um, in some of the stories, she drowns herself afterward. Okay. Um... And when she arrives at Heaven's Gate, she was denied entry and banished back to Earth um, until she can find her lost children. Oh, my God. Yeah. She deserves it, but also that's so horrible. So, um, in another variation, she was abandoned by her husband. Mm -hmm. He didn't come come home at all. And so she's left alone to raise her two children and instead uh, drowns them in the river. Because okay. she's grieving and angry. And again, wandered, I'm sorry, condemned to wander the earth for all eternity until she finds the bodies of her children. Um, another version of the story. Oh my goodness. She's an extremely beautiful woman who refuses to marry anyone who isn't extremely rich. Okay. Um, so she meets a very wealthy nobleman who's traveling through her village. Um, and he stops in his tracks. He's like, well, Maria is so pretty. <laughs> Um, and so then the same husband, um, he built a house in the village to be away from his disapproving father, who's like, why are you marrying a woman who's not rich? Mm-hmm. Um, but then he starts traveling, he stops spending time with the family, and Maria's like, he's not falling, he's not in love with me anymore. And so he comes home with a younger woman, oh. and says goodbye to his sons, ignoring Maria. <gasps> Oh my goodness. So she's hurt. She takes her children to the river, drowns them, and the river carries them away. And then she kills herself in the river. Oh my so God. this is also interesting because if she's like doomed to try to find her children, right. and they've been carried away by the river. Right. She'll never find them. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. So those are like most of the variations. Mm-hmm. Um, people say that if you hear her crying, Mm-hmm. You run the opposite way. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to be told to do that. I would just, no, just do it. Um, and her crying, if you hear it, 
could bring you misfortune or death. Great. Um, additionally, <laughs> she kidnaps wandering children at night, mistaking them for her own. Oh my god, that's so creepy. Yep. So then, when she finds those children, she begs the heavens for forgiveness, isn't given it, and so drowns the children. Okay. So it's a cycle. Wow. Um, they say that she's seen by rivers or lakes wearing white, a white or black gown with a veil. Okay. That's um, creepy. Yes. Uh, and again, she's heard saying, I am these hijos, which is, oh, my children are my sons. Mm-hmm. Um, she scrapes the bottom of rivers or lakes searching for her sons. Ooh. It's crazy. <sighs> um, so she's very widely known, um, especially in Mexico, but also all over the American Southwest. Um, and what's interesting about her story is that regardless of where it's told, it seems to always be that she's a local. She's from their their town. Okay. You know, so regardless of what town... Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, mm-hmm. Because it's a cautionary tale, right? right? It's right. like, this happened here. Right. So, for the kids, you know, it's like, oh, if you go out at night alone... Right, right, right. If you sneak out, if you're bad, yeah, la, yeah, yeah. your Rona is going to come get you. Yeah. And you're going to be drowned. Yeah. You know? Um, huh. Yes. So, um, it's very similar to a story in Greek mythology oh. about a woman named Medea okay. who slaughters her own sons as revenge against a dude named Jason. Okay. And where did I see this? Hold up, please. Because <laughs> I have the whole story. Don't forget to do your sources. Oh, you? thank you. No, I didn't. Where is it? Oh my goodness. This piece of there cheese go. is like weird because I don't think it has the weird thing on it, but feel yeah. it. I like that, right? Mm-mm. Put that on the side. <laughs> so, the Greek myth of Jason and Medea. Medea? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, Jason brings Medea, a witch um, from the Black Sea, <laughs> uh, back home to his house in Corneth. And they're in love. Alas, he leaves her for a younger princess. So she murders their two sons. You know, okay. To get at Jason's heart. Um, but unlike Maria, Medea... Oh. Hmm? Maria, Medea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, <laughs> she gets away. She flees in a chariot sent by a god. What? And um, she gets away with it. So... Um, and this source says, um, after enduring years of oppression in a male-dominated society and being treated as a second-class citizen, Medea escapes. Oh my gosh. So, the difference of the stories is, you know, they both alienate themselves from their, like, world. Right. For their men. Um, and both get jealous, but, you know, Medea gets away with it. Yeah. Okay. It being killing children, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a good, uh... No. Good thing to do. No. No, no, no. Not a good thing to get away with either. Nope. Fuck you, Medea. Fuck you. (laughs) So, La La Llorona is local, right? We said that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, the idea is that, um, someone named Hayes says it seems to be most... most, Seems... mm, Boo. It just... It's... (laughs) (laughs) 
You're doing. You know what's funny? I was like listening to you tell this story. And I was like, wow, you sound so sober. I feel like when we read our research, we yeah. like sober up. We do, but like we're not really sober. We're just like we're reading something we wrote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Boo. I booed myself. Well, you're doing badly. <laughs> okay. It seems just about the most horrific thing that could happen is the mother turns against her own children. That has sparked people's imagination all over the world. And so it gets kids to say, like, heed the advice of elders. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to what's around you. Uh, Make sure you're not doing bad things. Make sure you're not sneaking out at night. Be nice to your mother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yes. Excellent. So (laughs) pop culture. Yes. (laughs) Pop culture wise. La Llorona is in all kinds of hip, of movies. <laughs> you can say hibbity jibbity. <laughs> that wasn't an accurate synonym for movie. <laughs> no, hibbity jibbity is not an accurate synonym for movies. I don't really know what hibbity jibbity is. I don't know either. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, most recently... Um, mm-hmm. it's called The Curse of La Llorona and it stars Linda Cardinelli um, is this the one from The Conjuring people or no I don't know no no okay um, and she's the only non-Hispanic person in the movie but alas she's the lead god damn it you know yeah but it's um, like they almost did it right yeah and then you did it wrong. Yeah. But they're like, oh, but her late husband was Latino. Like, Meh. fuck you. So. Hey, that shit pisses me off. Because it's like, you know how many people want to be actors? Yeah. Like, I know for a fact you could find an equally good actor or actress. Yeah. That is of the right ethnicity or background yeah. or whatever. Like, why? Like, um, the one movie that, like, I was, there's, there's several movies that I'm happy with how they cast it. Yeah. But one of them was, which was like a big deal, was um The Silent Place when they, or silent, yeah, the silent place, the quiet place, quiet place, quiet place. the girl that does sign language is truly deaf. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was like, that's pretty neat. You know? Yeah. The other actors had to like learn it, but they weren't deaf in the movie. So it's okay, right, right, you know? right. But she was, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Love it. Yeah. And it's like, that's how casting should go. It should. Yeah. If you're supposed to be fucking Spanish, then cast a Spanish person. Yes. You know, I was recently pissed about I love Jurassic Park uh-huh. I love Jurassic Park <laughs> but re-watching it recently because I haven't seen it in a long time um, and I think it was the second movie and I, I really don't I, I, the second movie is not my favorite one you know so I hadn't seen it in a long time but I there was a Jurassic Park marathon so of course I sat there yeah, and watched it for like a whole day but um, there's a character in there who is clearly supposed to be some kind of Middle Eastern or yeah. Indian and he's played by a white guy that definitely yeah. is wearing a lot of bronzer. Bronzer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Mm. What? Like, why? Yeah. Why bother making him a Middle Eastern character? Right. He could have just been a white guy. Right. Or alternatively, and better, cast, cast a Middle yeah. Eastern person. Yeah. Fucking bitches. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's how I feel. Sorry about that tangent. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, yes. So... Um, much of the film's supporting cast, however, is Hispanic. Nice. So that's cool. 
One other thing really quick about Jurassic Park yeah. that I was also disappointed in. This piece of go ahead. Yeah, I cut it for you. Um, I was also disappointed in the same movie was um, there was like one like Mexican character, mm-hmm. I think Mexican, and like his job was like support supporting like goofy role guy right. that picks things up and I puts things that. down. It's like really yeah, you know yeah. There's been a thing recently too about like um, having. Like, because there are more movies being made about, like, transgender people. Yeah. And so they want transgender roles to be played by people who are Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it make sense? <laughs> yeah. So, because usually, like, and there was a movie that came out with, um, not Dakota Fanning, but her sister. Okay. Um, where... Eliza Fanning? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I just made up a name. Oh. <laughs> um. Sarah Fanning. Something. <laughs> not Dakota. Okay. Um, not Ohio. our girl Dakota. Ohio Fanning. Ohio Fanning, yeah. Yeah, got it. Um, North Ohio. And she's playing a character who is supposed to be transitioning from female to male. Okay, but she's not. No. Right, so like, why? Right, like, give that role to someone who has experienced, you know, right. like, I don't know. Yeah. And especially because, you know what it really is for me with that? Like, the other stuff is like... More straightforward of, like, yeah. you know, fucking duh. That one, I guess, people could argue because then it's like, well, should transgender people play cis roles? Right? Right. And my thing is, if they did, then fine. Like, right, they but they don't. don't. So, mm-hmm. until you start casting transgender people as cis characters, right. fuck you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Or, characters who, like, does it matter? Like, if they're a sister or not, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like, I don't know. Oh, I, I just think that anyone could be casted as anyone, but if they're yeah. not, if they're not being, not race-wise, yeah. but, like, anyone could be casted as anyone, but, number one, if it's important that the person is trans. Right. Like, if the main character is trans and it's about being trans, then right, the fucking yes. actor should be trans. Yeah. Okay? And, um, num- like I said, number two, it's, like, less... Less extreme than literally painting someone brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, debatably fine-ish. Mm. Only if, yeah. like I said, you were right. casting... Right, it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. No. So? Boom. <laughs> All right. So. Okay. And that would really be the true win for the trans community. Not just, like... You know, I, I feel like they're fighting for the wrong thing in that sense. Because they should be fighting for equal opportunities yes. for roles, not just to be not, able to play right. their own role. Yeah. You know? I agree. Um, okay. So just other things. Um, La Llorona was on the NBC TV series Grimm in 2012. La Llorona was on the 2005 pilot episode of Supernatural. Um, there was a 1973 Mexican film... Landas Macabras de la Colonia, which she is in. Um, she's the main antagonist in the Mexican animated film La Leyenda de la Llorena, mm-hmm. um, where she's actually a more sympathetic character, which I think is interesting. Hmm. Um, there's a play by Josefina Lopez uh, called Unconquered Spirits, which is about uh, La Llorena. This Published in 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a science fiction novel, The House of the Scorpion. 
and its sequel, The Lord of Opium, um, where the main character makes a lot of references to La Llorona. Cool. Um, La Llorona is mentioned in the 2003 film Chasing Poppy, starring Sofia Vergara and Rosalind Sanchez. Um, and there, it just the list goes on and on. So it's like so it's like pretty prevalent in pop culture and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so La Llorona um, struck fear in every young child growing up <laughs> in um, the Spanish-speaking community in the American Southwest and mm-hmm. also Mexico. So here are some stories. Oh, cool. They go along with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we move on, um, movie reviews for the most recent one, because that's what we care about. Um, <laughs> La Llorona uh, get, got pretty good reviews. Um, they say that the floors are too squeaky is one that, that was <laughs> um, Do you want me to cut you some cheese? Just like a little piece. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, stories. So. Ba-ba-ba-ba. And at the end, we got to remember your sources. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I do. All right, so someone with the username Portable Cabbage, Portable Cabbage on Reddit says, It sure is one of the most disturbing memories I have of my childhood that I've got no explanation for. Here we are, two fifth graders, strolling home without a care in the world, talking about one thing and the next in the pitch black of the night. Then, I shit you not, from the dark houses in the distance, both my cousin and I hear the most blood-curdling scream I've ever heard. Ooh. The strangest thing was, neither, never once did I feel genuinely scared. Even my cousin was acting as if it was the most normal thing in the world. We both knew it could not be a recording, yet neither of us panicked. Um, um, Reddit again, uh, username TJ Shuck says... Um, that he was up late one night with his infant son Ooh. when he heard someone, someone mm. crying, weeping and moaning like a woman grieving somebody close who has just passed. I jolt awake. <laughs> I spin around fast, and that's when I see her. No. She's tall, dressed in all black like she just came from a funeral. Mm-mm. She is real. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and uh, some creepy things happened on set when they were filming it. Ooh. Um... Patricia Velazquez, who plays Patricia Alvarez in the film, uh, told Bustle, um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, she said that her family told her about La Arena when she was a kid. Okay. That's that one. <laughs> um, and then on set, um, the director, Michael Chavez, told the LA Times, we did have some creepy supernatural occurrences. Half the crew actually does believe the house that we shot in was haunted, and there might have been something to that. Ooh. And that is the story That's pretty cool. of La Llorona. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was fun to research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. I love those legend things. Yeah. They're neat. I like that they're like far reaching. Yeah. And like it's There's... cool that they show up in pop culture. Yeah. yeah. And I like I think the part that I found like truly interesting was that um in every community they're like Oh no, she was from here. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like it makes sense for like a local legend. Yeah, yeah, you gotta scare the kitties. Yeah, <laughs> can go out at night. Yeah, now your runner's gonna get them. <laughs> yeah, my Sharona. Nice. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, <laughs> can I be the episode title? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, there it please. is. 
subscribe. Yes, please. <laughs> Don't let this scare you away. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my god, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, random bullshit. Random Google searches. Huh? Yeah, Google search us and some random apps. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't Just, do that. Yeah, but we're cool with it. Yeah. I guess. Whatever. Um, <laughs> follow us. Yes. On Twitter, Gin and Spirits PC. And on Instagram, same thing. Yep. Yeah. Email us. Yeah. Gin and Spirits Podcast. At gmail.com. <laughs> Kaylee looked at me waiting. We're, we're going <laughs> syllable by syllable yeah. here. Gin. Melissa. And Spirit Pot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> syllable. Oh, go again, go again. Gin. And Spirits Podcast. At gmail.com. <laughs> Email us your stories, <laughs> your comments, your questions. Yeah. Or message them to us on one of the platforms. Send us cheese. <laughs> Sponsor us. With cheese. <laughs> or alcohol. Yeah. Or I would like um, plants. Right now I'm into plants. So if you want to sponsor us by sending us plants. I'm going to need furniture soon. You want to send me a couch? <laughs> send me a couch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need locks. Not a haunted cat. I'm gonna need locks for my attic door. You wanna send me some locks? Oh, I have, um, no, that's, that's, that's just a, a lock for a locker. <laughs> I'm okay on the locks. It was a joke. <laughs> Although, if, you know what? I'll take anything that's free, so go ahead. Yeah, don't have any of that chippy haunted. I don't want my cheese coming at me with some ghost fangs. <laughs> you just tell them not to send you haunted cheese? <laughs> That was just happening? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Happy Booze Day Tuesday, folks. And that's... Good night.